Welcome, Open Drama UK company. This is your half-hour call. We are proud to present another monthly podcast of high-quality CPD conversations, features, Q&A and discussions related to drama and theatre education, produced by people in the know. Put your headphones on, grab a cuppa and get ready. Ah, welcome to our February episode of Half Hour Call. And today is really exciting because we're actually coming to you live from Mast Mayflower Studios in Southampton, where we have been involved with Illuminate 24. Um, I'm Holly Baradell from Open Drama UK, and it's really exciting that I am being joined by Alex from Get Into Theatre. Hello, Alex. Hello, Holly. Thank you for having me and being here in person, which is lovely. I know. Normally, we're not even in the same um, county or, you know, area of the, of the country. So it's great that we're even in the same space. It's really wonderful. Um, and such a good opportunity that you've been here today um, and that we can kind of link that into because the previous episodes we've been talking about content that was going to be at the event today. And here we are with a, with a link to, you know, you being here. So tell us a little bit about maybe yourself or, and your role at Get Into Theatre or, you know, more generally what Get Into Theatre is all about. Uh, so, uh, like Holly said, my name is Alex, I'm the director of Get Into Theatre and Get Into Theatre is a charity and we support young people um, accessing theatre. So we're essentially a one-stop website where young people can sign up and see all the different opportunities that exist across the UK. So we pull those opportunities that are being offered by different venues, different theatre companies, universities, drama schools and keep them in one clean, easy, accessible space for young people to use. So a lot of teachers do tend to use us as a tool as well in the classroom, which you're more than welcome to do. Um, and it means that uh, you can talk about the different roles in theatre as well. So we have a selection of blogs that are written by, um, by ourselves or industry professionals as well. So we call them industry insider. Um, and uh, talk about all the different roles that exist within theatre, both the production team, uh, both uh, in-house and in-venue roles as well. So it gives uh, both teachers and young people um, a way of seeing those different, uh, those different jobs that exist and the different routes into those roles, because it can be so... Each role is so different and each person you talk to has a completely different backstory. So, you know, one person might have gone to drama school or university. For some young people and some people accessing the industry, the educational route is not necessarily best suited to them. So some people do apprenticeships, again, another formal qualification, or it might just be that they start, you know, shadowing technicians at their local theatre or they build up that kind of portfolio from working on youth theatre shows and uh, community theatre shows as well. So um, get into theatre is your kind of one stop shop to find out all that information and hopefully bring a little bit of clarity, which is to an industry that's sometimes a little bit clouded in um, you know, mystery as well. Yeah, and it's often it feels like there's actually just such a plethora of things out there. And you often hear people say, oh, I don't even know where to go for that. Mm. But it's almost, you know, it's, there is saturation out there of lots of things. It's just where do you go? So having a one-stop shop is, you know, really nice for people. Yeah, I mean, I really wish it existed when I was younger because, you know, I knew I wanted to be in theatre and I only thought that it was acting. I thought, you know, to be in theatre, you have to be on the stage. And as much as I maybe enjoyed that in my teenage years, you know, post that time, I was like, oh no, I, it, it, that's, basically I wasn't that good. And, <laughs> and I knew I wanted to be in theatre, but I was like, I'm not that great at being on the stage. 
Um, so it was that I had to kind of find my journey. And I was really lucky that I had a lot of support in that, both from family members and being in an area that had access to a lot of theatre and a lot of um, drama facilities. But, you know, not every young person has that. Not every young person is brave enough to go and knock on that theatre door because they haven't necessarily had that in their life or they don't even know that it exists in their town. So, um, yeah, I really wish Get Into Theatre existed when I was younger and um, I hope it's helping a lot of young people and educators today. And um, teachers and young people, they can get, get in touch with you across social media networks as well. And do you have like a mailing list or anything like that which people can engage with? Yeah, so we have, um, so if you visit getintotheatre.org, you can sign up and that's how you can kind of tailor some of the opportunities. So you can click your uh, lived experiences or, or so if you're from a low income household, if you're from the global majority or identify as having a disability, you can then kind of filter the opportunities based on your circumstance because a lot of opportunities um, are sometimes um, have requirements and those um, and that helps filter them um, but also when you sign up with your email address you join our mailing list and we deliver uh, fortnightly opportunities um, to your inbox as well also teachers um, or educators that might be offering their own opportunities as well so uh, university courses or youth theatre leaders that want to kind of uh, shine a spotlight on the work that they do you can add your own opportunities to get into theatre as well um, and it means that young people can hopefully access access them more readily um, we also have Instagram um, and Facebook um, not that many people use Facebook these days but Instagram definitely and we've just started growing our TikTok channel as well so um, a lot of our TikTok content um, is uh, is created by the wonderful uh, team at the stage um, and so we have a lot of access to uh, backstage in the West End and we'll go backstage and we'll talk to different people that are working in the industry as well so yeah definitely give us a follow. And how did you end up becoming the director of Get Into Theatre because you know we're talking about roots into theatre but you know you have a job within that remit but it's probably not, you didn't wake up one day and go, oh, I think I'm going to end up being a director of an organisation that's going to look at how we offer people roots into theatre. So also, I know we were talking earlier, and I hope you don't mind me mentioning it, you know, obviously you're working part-time, you're mum, you've had twins, um, <laughs> something that we've had on the podcast previously, we've, we've talked about um, being a teacher, working part-time, access for working mums. So could you give us a little bit about kind of your background and how you are juggling your professional life with having your twins yeah and I think that's really important I think um it's important to for people to speak honestly about juggling motherhood with uh working and, and and also being passionate about your career as well which can sometimes be quite hard when you're also exhausted um so uh my background was um I did take the educational route so I went to university and I studied uh, drama and creative writing I knew I didn't want to just do one straight subject because I just sometimes get uh, a bit uh, bored quite easily and wanted to kind of mix it up so I thought creative writing and drama go quite well together um, so I went to Basbar University and uh, and was really fortunate during that time to take a show to Edinburgh as well it was not the best show in the world it was probably it was it was not good um, but it gave me that kind of experience of being in the kind of uh, seeing professional theatre um, and and having conversations in the pub with you know professional theatre. All the makers. best conversations happen. Exactly. Pub. So so that was kind of the start of 
thinking, no, I really want to make this a career. I really want to work in this industry with these people that go to the pub. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I'm not going to lie, was a large portion of my career as well, prior to being a mum of twins, obviously. (laughs) Um, And uh, after graduating, um, I knew I wanted to work in theatre, but again, wasn't 100% on what that was, because probably, again, my lack of understanding. And as much as university was great, it didn't necessarily give me a complete understanding of all the roles in theatre and, and how they kind of work together um, as cogs in the, in the kind of big professional making work. And the difference between, I suppose, like theatre makers and creatives versus a production team. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that. And I also didn't know all the different roles that were based in venues as well. And the difference between a producing house and a receiving house mm-hmm. and, and all those things. Arts that and administration be... and marketing. Yeah, those, exactly. those roles that you just don't think, or the finance in a theatre. Exactly. Which is disregarded. I, I was never going to go into finance because <laughs> my maths is appalling. But definitely, like, arts administration and stuff, because I did do an MBQ in business and admin before I went to uni, which is another lifetime ago. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know there was a way that you could probably combine those things um and then so yeah so when I graduated I sent out a million emails just to different venues near me and was just like I want to work in theatre but I'm not sure what please give me a job which (laughs) obviously sounds quite desperate and it is the the industry it is it is and I mean to be honest though when I was then receiving those emails further on down the line it was really hard because you'd get all those emails all the time but you need to have specifics you need to know what it is that uh, where to place those people because a lot of people that work in venues are so keen to give people opportunities but if you don't give them something that you're interested in they don't know where to place you so it was actually contacting the egg theater um, in bath which specializes in um, theater for young people and making work for young people Um, and i said i really want to work with young people Um, I'm really interested in facilitation and um, anything that I can do to support uh, drama facilitation in a theatre would be great. Um, And I also happen to say that I did the House of Bernardo Alba at university and it just so happens they were doing a production of uh, Bernardo Alba. And so I managed to get an assistant director gig. Uh, really off quickly, the back of an email. Off, off the back of an yeah. email. So, um, and that was brilliant. That was actually working with adults. Um, so that was part of their engage program. Uh, I bet the audience was full of it. Huh? I bet the audience was full of it was, students. It was from yeah, students, yeah. 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 So, um, so you're kind of producing something for young people. Well, exactly. exactly. Um, but it was working with community actors who were adults, which was such a wonderful experience because community theatre is this kind of world where... You're, you're combining theatre, but with real people, like with real lived experience. Like they come to the rehearsal room as a kind of space to really let off whatever is happening in their life, like to really relax. And I just fell in love with this kind of environment of the messiness of life, but also all coming together with this joint ambition of creating something wonderful on stage. So... I then started thinking, I really want to work in community theatre and community spaces, and um, but also with young people. So I started workshop assisting. I, I started working front of house, box office, stage door, literally any role that they would have me. Um, and then further on down the line, I was really keen to go into directing and I really wanted to be a director. I started a theatre company with a friend um, and was gonna go to Bristol Vic to do an MA because I thought I really wanna I really wanna be a director but I really need to hone my craft. And then um, the role of executive director of the theatre school at Theatre Bath came up 
and uh, I was encouraged to go for an interview, which is always obviously like, uh, you think, oh, I, I, I better do this. I, 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 I better go for the yeah. interview then. Um, and a little bit worrying that you're going to go for it and then like you're not going to get it despite that. But fortunately, I did get it and that was really nice. Um, and so I ran the youth theatre at the Theatre of Bath for, I want to say, like seven years, six, seven years. Um, which was a wonderful job and we were predominantly housed in the egg which I that the most wonderful team so if any of the teachers listening are based in Bath or Somerset or Wiltshire if you haven't been to the egg please go and please take your students because they are just are a, a wonderful theatre that is specifically for young people like, um, like the unicorn like the unicorn yeah. but based based in bath mm-hmm. um and talk to the education team they are really brilliant and just you know are so passionate about what they do and they massively champion young people and their access to theater and learning um and then fast forward pandemic mm. of it you know that that time we kind of um uh, we were really fortunate to get some innovate uk funding and launch this digital uh digital platform that allowed young people to train in digital theater disciplines so looking more at kind of uh video game design and how that kind of theatricality in that and um and the roles that they could get off the back of that and uh we were doing soft robotics we were doing animatronics we were doing uh just like dramaturgy we also did a digital escape room uh, that we launched out into the world and actually got four stars on the stage, which was amazing. And, and amazing for a show that was built with young people remotely being recognised in a national newspaper that, you know, that I've always admired the stage. So that was a real wonderful thing to see young people's names at the bottom of the review. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then I w- returned back uh, as head of community and outreach, so working with different charitable groups and, and everything as well as the youth theatre, as well as the adult programme and all that. Then had my twins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, experienced my wonderful maternity. Buy one, get one free offer. Buy one, yeah. get one free. But they don't give you buy one, get one free of maternity leave. No, that's Or shame. any other kind of additional financial support either. So uh, not only have you got two babies, you've also got the, you know, the, the stress of the no money and uh, limited time with those, with those little humans that you've just brought into the world, let alone that it's over within a blink of an eye because there's two of them and you have no time to sit down or, or anything. Um, and yeah, and then went back to the egg and the theatre hall and just kind of felt that my time there was... I felt like I'd done everything I needed to. It's time for a new phase. Definitely. And I think like having the girls was also what opened that up for me. It was just like, okay, who am I? Who am I outside of mum? And is this what I need or want anymore? And um, yeah, and then so the job came up as director of Get Into Theatre. Didn't think I'd have a chance of getting it. Um, and uh, was encouraged to apply by one of my old colleagues, um, Soph, who's also... Uh, was a wonderful director as well and um, and then ended up getting it and uh, and they're just again like a really wonderful team we've got we're really really small um, it's just essentially me a freelance administrator um, and we're supported by the stage marketing team and uh, a board of directors uh, a board of um, trustees who again are really brilliant people and just 
you know, are really passionate about uh, making sure theatre is accessible for all young people, regardless of their, you know, lived experience or where they live or, or who they are in their background. Um, and so it's just always important to me to, to work with companies and organisations that, um, that hold those values that's really important to me as well. Sorry, that was a really long no, it's winded br- it's answer. brilliant though, and it's, it's good because everybody has different routes to where they end up. Um, and it does make me laugh as adults where they think about, oh, what am I going to do when I grow up? What do you yeah. know? You just never know where you're going to go and where no. things are going to lead you, you know, what path are you going to end up going down? Um, and I do think sometimes, I, I said this to you earlier, I know that, you know, if you study drama or you study something that's very specific within drama, people think that well, you'll, you'll just do these jobs that fit within that yeah. box, that assumption, but actually the breadth of what we learn and what we have um, access to working in theatre or being in drama or television or whatever it might be, it, it sets us up for actually so many opportunities with various careers, but we don't you almost don't realise that until you get to our stage where you look back and you think, oh goodness, all these different shoots that have branched mm-hmm. off from this felt like very specific thing to start with. Um, yeah, it, it was when you were talking, I was thinking you said like, oh, I, I was, um, it was suggested that I applied for this or somebody um, put me forward for this or my friend Soph suggested this, someone I previously worked with. There's that phrase as well within the industry, isn't there? You're only as good as your last job. Mm. And it's not what you know, it's who you know and you know those connections and collaboration and networking and you know that's ironically you know where open drama came from it was this idea of how do we support people to network and bring these people together and today you know while I've been at Mast you know we're wearing these name labels so everyone's looking at everybody and going oh that's your name that's... and a lot of people have said oh hello and then I look at their name and I'm like ah you're you know because we've been you know so digital and yeah, so removed from seeing people face to face it's all about that kind of networking and yeah. So when we started talking earlier, about, you said, you know, I'm from Getting to Theatre, nice to meet you. And, and I instantly made a connection with the Royal Opera House. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I wasn't 100% accurate, was I, in kind of making the connection? So it was, um, so we were present at Theatre Craft a couple of weeks say a couple of weeks ago what is time who knows <laughs> whenever that was yeah I think it was yeah. in November yeah possibly it was winter it was dark yeah <laughs> um, it was Covent Garden it was Covent Garden um so no so we were we were present at um Theatre Craft which is an amazing event which again I didn't know about growing up and I wish I had and I I do think sometimes it's quite hard because a lot of these uh events and opportunities are London based yeah. um and as someone that doesn't actually live in London myself um, and didn't grow up in London, it's, you know, it's massively important to me uh, to make sure those opportunities are, are nationwide and to try and break those kind of London barriers. Mm. Um, but currently, Theatrecraft is based in London um, and is an amazing, amazing event if any, uh, if any teachers want to recommend uh, their young people to attend. It's, it's specifically looking at kind of backstage careers as well. So there's, it's like a big careers fair um, for uh, any young person looking, in, uh, looking at entering the backstage industries. And so there's loads of free workshops. There was one from um, Back to the Future that looked at the technical aspects of the show. Um, there were, gosh, I can't remember off the top of my head now, but these amazing opportunities that you're like, wow, like that's so brilliant to learn about the intricacies of what happens backstage mm. just to kind of ignite that excitement about what is possible that you know everything you see happen 
uh, is done by a whole team of really brilliant people that know what they're doing behind the scenes as well as the wonderful people that are on stage. Um, I think I'd made the assumption that getting to theatre was connected to that because I suppose with my own background you get into theatre and you think about those in that, that element and that background and being backstage. Um, so I think I just made that. But that's often the way I was saying about having a plethora of things. People get things confused. Yeah, of course. You know, I and they're all called different things. Yeah. Like have the or, word theatre or, they or sound drama similar. or... or <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I totally, totally get that. And But weirdly, so um, Theatrecraft is run... Uh, one of the peop- one of the organisations that runs it is UK Theatre Society of London Theatres, which is one of our funders. So there, like we are kind of weirdly interconnected. But, yeah, anyway. and everything does overlap, doesn't it? Yeah. It's such a small world, such a small industry but yeah it can feel so huge but yet you'll always go oh do you know such and such oh yeah Yeah. and then you start making these connections and you start kind of building that confidence as you kind of go through your career so I know a lot of young people and teachers giving advice to young people it's like yes it can feel so massive and overpowering and overwhelming at the moment and it does even as an adult like you know (laughs) I went yeah Yeah. I went from you know running a youth theatre and community theatre in a very small kind of location that had barriers and boundaries and and suddenly I'm running a charity that is nationwide, and so to suddenly kind of break out of that and start having conversations with people beyond those kind of Bath and Bristol Somerset boundaries, it was really daunting and scary at first. And I'm slowly I've only been at, getting to theatre since June, and so I'm only just slowly finding my feet. Um, but like hopefully, you know, any young person entering the industry, like hope they don't realise that you know it. You, you will build that confidence as you grow as well. And even now in my 30s, I'm still doing that. So, you know, it never ends. We never stop. No, we? exactly. It's like learning. And yeah, you yeah. learn always. And I think, you know, that's what's so wonderful about the theatre industry is there's always that opportunity to learn and develop as you go because you're working with people and storytelling and there's never one size fits all for that. And it's so. ever evolving. Exactly. Yeah. There's, exactly. You know, you go and watch a piece of theatre and although we can always say that it looks like a replica of something we've seen before and nothing's ever original, you'll still look at something in a different way. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Because it's, it's made by different people mm. as well. And, but that's why it's so important that, you know, we have diversity and representation across the industry because if we're always making the same stories, it's just going to become really stale. So, you know, one of the main things that Get Into Theatre is about is, is making sure that there is that diversity entering the industry as well. Um, so... What do you have coming up? What's in the pipeline? What's the next big thing? I know you were telling me something exciting about March. So Yes. So um, one of the really big, exciting projects that um, when I got my job, I was handed this project because we were really fortunate enough to uh, get Arts Council funding, which I know is particularly difficult um, at the moment um, across the industry. But we were really fortunate to get um, some Arts Council funding to do a partnership with ATG venues, so Ambassador Theatre Group venues, um, which is 15 of the venues that have creative learning departments within them across the UK. Um, and uh, one of uh, the, it's a three part project. Uh, one of them is a, uh, it's, so it's all called Work in Theatre. And uh, one of the strands is a work experience programme, uh, working with young people in each location to run uh, a work experience week or weekend. It's kind of uh, tailored depending on the location. Um, 
The second strand is an emerging artist strand, so we're commissioning some videos to be made by artists that are based in those locations um, that are from underrepresented backgrounds, and they're going to live on the Get Into Theatre website and uh, represent their practice and how they entered the industry. So keep your eyes peeled for those videos as well. But the third strand, which may be, uh, may be of interest to people listening, is um, teacher CPD and a digital conference. So um, the CPD is happening in those 15 locations, um, so Ambassador Theatre Group locations, um, and people are welcome to email me about those locations as well if you're interested in on-the-ground, in-person CPD. Um, but we've also got our digital conference that is happening on the 4th of March. And that's going to really kind of look at, so we're going to have some guest speakers. Uh, there's going to obviously be getting to theatre there as well as um, uh, ATG, Holly uh, Coxon from ATG's Head of Creative Learning as well. I was well. worried then when you said Holly. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 don't worry. You're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do a um, And uh, this digital conference is after school um, and it's going to be uh, really looking at the different routes into the industry from people that have lived those routes, um, talking about their roles, breaking apart what those different roles in the industry are and basically trying to... Um, deliver some uh, a lesson plan essentially that teachers will be able to deliver in school uh, during their career sessions. So I know it's particularly difficult as we've been saying to think about those different routes into the industry especially people that don't necessarily want to take educational routes. So we're going to have someone um, uh, that's potentially gone to drama school, someone that's potentially gone to university, um, someone that's taken a an apprenticeship route um, and someone that has just kind of done the on the job on the job kind yeah. of route um, and just talking about those experiences and we're also going to um, have a panel discussion and talk through some of the questions so we've been working with various teachers as part of a focus group and pull apart those things that drama teachers really want to know about how to support their students um, and uh, make sure that what they're delivering in sessions they feel really confident about um, and that it's the best advice possible as well. So 4th of March um, twilight session uh, so it is it's for half four I think okay. it's half four sort of twilight yeah so <laughs> it, we didn't want it too late because obviously we don't want to eat you're busy people we don't want to eat into your evenings too much but obviously it had to be after school to make sure people could attend if they if they really wanted to um, and I think it's half four it's either four or half four pretty sure half well, it's, four it's on Eventbrite it's on Eventbrite <laughs> yes so if you search work in theatre and you will find us um, so it's delivered by Get Into Theatre and ATG Great. And is it is it expensive? Is it... No, it's ten pounds. Great. So hopefully that's accessible. If it isn't, um, then please get in touch. Um, I know that obviously sometimes uh, teachers have to spend their own money to access these things, and that's that's really tough. Um, and if you don't have ten pounds there, that's absolutely fine. So um, all my details are on the Eventbrite as well. So please feel free to get in touch. Also, similarly, if anyone has any access needs or requirements, just get in touch as well. Fantastic. Well, it's been amazing to talk to you. It's been great to have you today um, here. You've got your, if you've got a stand downstairs, if you're going to be able to come over. I think I've got a very small table with some flyers on. That's the way. <laughs> it's always the best. Um, well, yeah, it's been lovely to meet you today. It's been great that we've had the opportunity to obviously produce this episode for the podcast, which is our February um, episode, so people will get that information ready for March, so they'll know. Um, it's great as well that your event that you're running, I presume, is obviously strategic, but it's in National Careers Week. Yes. So, you know, it's a really good opportunity for, to, to you know, make those links. 
Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you for being here. Thanks for, for being in Southampton and supporting this event today. Um, before you switch off from the episode, it's uh, exciting to let you know that Mast um, Mayflower we will be back here next year in January 2025. That sounds crazy because wow. we've only just turned 2024. <laughs> so um, save the date for the 24th of January 2025, um, where hopefully we'll have um, even more drama teachers and we'll get, get into theatre back again and we'll have lots of different workshops and lots of different information. So yeah, if you didn't make it here today um, and you haven't engaged with um, Illuminate 24, hopefully you'll be able to engage with Illuminate and 825 so thank you alex thanks for being here thank you for having me we hope you've enjoyed today's episode remember that you can join the movement and get involved with our mission to improve and benefit young people through drama lots of ways that you can do that sign up and you'll start to receive the national news and information about your nearest network straight away at www.opendramauk.org forward slash join You could support us by becoming an Open Drama UK patron on Patreon or you could buy us a coffee as a one-off donation. And don't forget, you can follow us across all social media platforms.